We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 7.45, quarter till 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Time to help you manage your money with Mark. Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. If you can safely access the Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union website at jeffersonfinancial.org, right in the middle of the page, you'll see a calculators tab. If you uh, click on that, you'll be able to use the calculators that we're going to talk about here with Mark Rose in a second. The only thing I would remind you is if you're just listening while you're driving, download the Odyssey app when you get to a place where it's safe. And then you can use the rewind feature and sit in front of a computer and go back and listen to what Mark had to say and use the computer in your own time. With that, we welcome in Mark Rosa. How you doing, Mark? Happy Friday, Tommy. How are you? I'm okay. Happy Friday to you. We're talking about the new year, yes, getting your debt under control, budgets, etc. Sir, the floor is yours. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, before we get started here, we need to settle something around the studio. I heard you before. I think cheesecake is the the ingredient to stuff king cake with. You think? Really? So very yeah. rich to me. Yeah. But you it's like it. Been oh, it is. Okay. Well, I do. And, yeah, yeah. I could take like a, you know, a, a thimble, and that would be the end of it. That's enough sugar for me for six months. But yes. I can't keep my hands off of it. It is. It's hard, <laughs> so, man. I'm telling you. It's hard. It's, it's fabulous. But, you know, Tommy, looking at the year-end data, and we've gone through this in the past couple of broadcasts, we were saying, well, as soon as, you know, the bills start coming in in January, I'm I'm assuming that people are receiving that from holiday spending and those types of things. We really want to segue eventually to getting a savings plan, but I just kind of wanted to kind of set a stage here. So I took the liberty. I went on the Fed's website, stlouisfed.org. It's a a wealth of information. I love to use their, their, their data. And if you're seeing where all the consumer credit is, and it's, it's currently at $4.7 trillion for the country. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, somebody's got to say, oh, well, I'm not familiar with the data. Is that a lot? Well, it's not only a lot. It's the highest it's ever been since the Fed started keeping records in the mid-50s. Wow. So you see the graph, and it goes up, and it curves all the way up to the $4.7 trillion, and a lot of debt was added since COVID, actually, um, since 2020. So... You know, people have really poured on the debt, and it, at, at a high level, is somewhat were troubling and concerning. And then I, I took out, I went to another graph, and I said, well, how much, how much maybe had gone to just credit cards? Because the other stuff is, uh, you know, car debt and those types of things. So when we go to credit cards, again, it's uh, at a number of about nine hundred thirty-five billion, and I, I wouldn't, I, I would think it's going to hit a trillion in, in no short time. And somebody would say, well, okay, it's a big number, but is that a lot in relation to what we've done? Right before COVID in 2019, we saw from the credit crisis, people got back on their feet. 
and credit card balances started to come up, but the economy was good. You know, so you had a really great 2019. Nobody saw COVID. Well, I didn't say COVID coming. I don't know who would. So the economy was doing so well, and the credit card debt peaked right before COVID hit, dropped, and now it's back up. So it's like, well, we've seen that before, the highest level ever. But if we're talking about which the news continues to point to, well, we're going to get this recession. I think it was announced yesterday or today that uh, uh, Amazon is, is uh, instead of laying off 10,000 people, they're going to lay off 18,000. And staying on that for a second time, I remember when 9-11 happened in New York, we had a bunch of courier services in New Orleans go out of business. And somebody would say, well, how does that happen? Well, the planes weren't flying. Everybody was afraid to get on. The government wasn't letting the planes go up. So a lot of people weren't coming to the airport and ferrying people down to the, to the French Quarter wasn't necessary. They went out of business. So when the Amazons and the Googles and the Metas, the Facebook, same company, when they start laying off tens of thousands of people, imagine all of the feeder companies that depend on them to do the work that those big companies produce and, I, you know, this, this could start uh, something that, that would be nastier than somebody wants it to be. It won't be the soft landing that the Fed is, is encouraging. So imagine that you're coming into this saying, well, the debt levels, people's debt levels are high. And, and we, we talked previously about consolidations on the calculators is one that says debt consolidation. And then another one that says, how much do you owe? So it goes through and it lets you just see with clarity in case you you don't have that written down someplace I'll let you sit you can't blow it up calculate is not going to be upset with you put right. in anything you want play with it for a while it's all it's there ready to use but be honest okay, so that's the debt side go ahead i said but be honest you got to be honest with what you put in there well that's it absolutely because it's your own stuff and nobody needs to see turn the lights mm-hmm. off in the room and then and play with the calculator and see what's going on so on the other side, I previously reported about the liquidity issues that's happening in the entire banking sector. So I went on to the Fed's website again, went in and put in the savings rate. So we had one point in 2005 where the savings rate went down to 2.1%. For decades, uh, Tommy, it was, it was at 10% when people actually saved. So from in the 50s until around... Uh, about 1985, the typical savings rate in this country was 10%. Okay, so we, we kind of, when in the go-go 80s and 90s, we weren't the, the savers that we should have been, but the markets were doing well, the wealth effect came in, people felt better about their finances, and savings got, got less important. Well, you have the credit crisis, you have COVID, we are back down to 2.1%, the lowest level that the Fed has ever uh, collected the data, Again, graphically, you see it. It's very dramatic. So that, that to me, worsens the problem. You bet if people are layering on debt and going crazy with the spending, and I see it at work, that it's not only that side, but they're coming in and withdrawing fairly significant amounts out of checking and savings. The CD people, the people that are, you know, the savers, usually it's the, it's the senior citizens. That's some of their retirement money. So they're looking for rates, and they're moving around, and the rates are high for that. Mm-hmm. But when the checking and savings are, are spent, or those levels start to fall, uh, and, and we feel it dramatically. But it's not, it's not local. There's not a local problem. It's a national problem. I was participating in, a, in, in kind of a seminar uh, not long ago, when I say that two or three weeks ago. It was on Zoom, so everybody, you know, a bunch of people could participate. And it was all 
people like me, so to speak, people like you know the uh, management and financial institutions, and the and the moderator says, I want you to you know they have those little clicker things where you could go from your phone and 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 put in what your answer is. He said, okay, what's in, in this room might have been or within the zone there might have been a couple hundred people on the on the call. What is your biggest fear right now? What is the biggest problem facing your institution? Overwhelmingly, a single word came out of that. Like 70% of people in the room said, we've got liquidity issues, meaning that the financial institutions are running low on money. You, you need reserves, and, and we have them, the, basically the financial institutions, because you have to have that. But it, it's, it's like just troubling. So you've got uh, debt going out, people are spending the money borrowing. And then you've got the savings going out when, when maybe they can't get a hold of, of enough debt. Uh, someone reminded me recently, do you have a lot of home purchases now being done in cash because people don't want to finance them? Mm. So the people that are more well-heeled than capable are just cutting a check. Mm. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not paying 7% on a mortgage. I'm just going to do put my liquidity together that I have. I was saving it for another purpose, but I'm just going to pay for the home almost in cash, or in many cases in cash. So it's it's a troubling combination, and if we're going into a recession, it's dangerous, financially dangerous. You're overwhelmed with debt in some cases, and I see it. And then you have less and less cushion to depend on to, to have a little flexibility in your budget. I see that too. So that it's really uh, something that we we might want to talk about, uh, Tommy, over the next couple of weeks. Mark, you know, I, I wrote down some notes here. So debt is in the trillions, credit card debt approaching a trillion, savings rate down from 10% to 2.1%, but all that time the Fed was pumping money into the economy. So it seems to me like that is an unsustainable model, and at some point this is going to all land with a thud because people are spending too damn much money. Am I wrong? No, no you're not. You're not wrong, and they and people are, I think, spending too much money. And I guess it, you know you keep people people bottled up from COVID a while, and they come out swinging. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we need some moderation. In, and for those listening, it, you kind of know where you are, you know. So if you're in a danger zone, it might be something to sit down with in the privacy of your own home, and you're looking at it on your own, and you're trying to figure it out. And in many of the calculators, we're going to segue, segue. This might be a two or three part session, mm-hmm. but there's. Savings goals and there's home budget analysis of the calculators as well. I hate to introduce three or four of them at once, but it seems like that's where we are financially. That's where we are economically. Back to your comment about what the Fed was doing. It was pumping an, a, a, an incredible amount into the economy. But what happened in April? They start raising the cost of money and simultaneously pulling $95 billion a month out. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, well, they're hearing it. I was invited to the Fed in the summer, if you recall. Right. Everybody around the table was like, is there anything you could do that this is the president of the Atlanta Fed? Anything you could do about you know, pumping in a little liquidity? Well, that was, that, that was exacerbating the inflation. And uh, basically the answer was no. No, we're pulling money out now. We put a ton in, tons and tons in. And now it's time to start pulling that stuff out to, to uh, lessen the inflation effects. So what it's causing, unintended consequences, a between their actions and people spending, it, it's really a uh, it's at a dangerous level. I mean, I've never seen stuff like this before. Thirty-eight years in in banking uh, through credit unions, and uh, this is the the hardest uh, recession type of time. And I'm not saying we're in a recession now, but it, it's kind of you, know, you got that looming. You got all this going on. 
and I think it's the most aggressive. It's it's uh, more aggressive than the credit crisis. I remember that vividly in 0809. And this seems to be more aggressive on the economy. It seems to be more aggressive on people. You can't find enough help. You, you know, I mean, it's it's a very stressful uh, time, um, a very interesting time in a bad way to be in financial institutions. That's for sure. Well, Mark, we're going to pick it up here next week because budget, I, I think you need to have a budget because – if you go in with, I'm just going to spend what I need, that is a subjective analysis that changes depending on emotions, and that's no way to run a, a financial organization, even if it's just your household. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you Monday. Take a look a week at the head on Wall Street, Monday morning markets with Mark. Thank you, Mark Rosa, President and CEO, Jefferson Thomas. Financial yep. Federal Credit Union. 756, traffic now, WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.